This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. California dims to Biden. Drop your briefs. Ag overtime passes in Washington. Almonds up 3%. Key Democrat cautions on taxes. Dems urge Biden to reverse course on Proposition 12. California Senators Dianne Feinstein and Alex Padilla, along with several other members of Congress, are urging the president to support California's controversial animal welfare law. The Trump administration had filed amicus briefs siding with meat producers in two cases challenging Prop 12. The lawmakers are calling on the Biden administration to withdraw those briefs. The Trump administration's efforts to overturn this popular California law are fundamentally inconsistent with long-standing judicial precedent, reads a letter to the president. The group argues an injunction blocking the state from enforcing the law would derail regulations governing wildlife protections, child labor, dangerous pesticides, pollutants, and puppy mills. The lawmakers also call for the administration to urge the U.S. Supreme Court to deny any appeals in the cases. Almond crop forecast to be up 3%. California orchards will produce 3.2 billion pounds of almonds this year. That according to a new USDA report. While the overall pounds are up 3%, yield per acre is down 3% from last year. Water availability will be the principal concern on growers' minds as they continue to grow this crop, said Almond Board CEO Richard Waycott. We look forward to the outcome of the objective report to see if it corroborates this estimate. The objective report, due out in July, will provide a more rigorous estimate based on actual counts. Washington extends overtime pay to farm workers. Washington State will phase in mandatory overtime pay for agriculture workers. Governor Jay Inslee has signed SB 5172 into law, triggering a multi-year process. It will begin in 2022 with time and a half for workers after 55 hours in one week. By 2024, overtime pay will be required after 40 hours in a week. This will bring the state's orchard and field workers into alignment with other hourly workers who have long earned overtime pay. A lawsuit regarding overtime pay for dairy workers reached Washington's Supreme Court last year. Some saw its ruling in favor of workers as part of the evidence for legislative action in this session, which even some ag employers supported. In a statement, President Joe Biden applauded Washington legislators for extending overtime pay to farm workers. It is long past time that we put all of America's farm workers on an equal footing with the rest of our national workforce when it comes to their basic rights, he said. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. California Democrat feeling the heat on taxes. Farm groups are getting the attention of House Democrats when it comes to President Joe Biden's proposals to expand the taxation of capital gains. The chairman of the House Ways and Means Subcommittee that handles tax policy, California Democrat Mike Thompson, said at the outset of a hearing yesterday he is concerned about the impact of tax increases on farmers. 
As we consider some of the advantages that the tax code provides the wealthy, we also need to keep in mind how the tax system affects working small business and farm owners, said Thompson, who represents a wine-growing region north of San Francisco. If not crafted properly, inheritance taxes, quote, could do away with all family-owned businesses and family farms, he said at another point. But Thompson gave little hint of how or even whether he would reshape Biden's particular proposal to tax appreciated gains at death. A witness at the hearing, former Treasury Department lawyer Hank Gutman, suggested to Thompson that family farms and small businesses should be allowed to defer the taxes as long as they stay in operation. But that's what Biden is proposing, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Now, take note, other options for increasing taxes on the wealthy won't be any more palatable to business owners or investors. UCLA tax expert Jason O, for example, called for taxing increases in asset values every year a concept known as mark-to-market. Broadband advocates raise speed requirements. Broadband advocates say the government needs to change its definition of broadband service to require download speeds of at least 100 megabits per second. Jim Stegman, CEO of CostQuest Associates, a consulting firm, says 25 megabits per second download and 3 megabits per second upload speed for high-speed Internet is insufficient. He said, quote, policymakers need to understand it is that guides the benefits of to the population, the benefits to the economy, and I don't think 25-3 is going to give us the benefit to the economy. He said on an NTCA Rural Broadband Association webinar yesterday. Critics say a 100 megabit per second requirement would set the bar too high. USTR seeks better trade remedy than 232 tariffs. The Biden administration wants to set a better trade remedy than the nearly 60-year-old Section 232 tariffs that the Trump administration used to counter imports of foreign steel and aluminum in the name of protecting national security, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai told lawmakers yesterday. While effective, the use of the 232 tariffs sparked retaliation from China, the European Union, and elsewhere, and U.S. farmers are still bearing the brunt of those reprisals. China hit the U.S. with $3 billion worth of retaliatory tariffs on commodities like pork, oranges, walnuts, dairy, and broccoli. What I would propose is that we need 2021 tools for addressing the 2021 challenges we have, rather than relying on 1962 tools and retrofitting them for the challenges we have now. Ty told the Senate Finance Committee in a nearly three-hour hearing on the Biden administration's trade policy. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USTR, a lot of work still to be done for U.S.-U.K. trade pact. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai has been asked repeatedly for a time frame on the completion of a free trade agreement with the U.K., and yesterday she told lawmakers that the deal won't be done soon. Nearly a three-hour Senate Finance Committee hearing yesterday, Tai stressing that while the U.S. and U.K. already completed five rounds of talks during the Trump administration, very critical issues are still open. And there's still quite a road to go there before a deal can be reached. 
And also of note, Ty promised Senator Chuck Grassley and the Iowa Republican during the hearing that she would confront Mexico's top trade official on the country's plan to ban glyphosate and GMO corn during the upcoming USMCA Trade Commission meeting. Now take note, Ty will be on the hot seat on Capitol Hill again today. Another hearing, this time before the House Ways and Means Committee. Here's today's He Said It. I've got some farmland in my district that sells for millions of dollars an acre, so it's a little different than farmland in most places. That representative Mike Thompson, a California Democrat who chairs the House Ways and Means Committee's Select Revenue Measures Subcommittee. His district includes Napa County and parts of Sonoma County. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.